Welcome to the Card Custom Home and Architecture Podcast, the podcast that guides those looking for a home that expresses their unique lifestyle to release creative DNA into their project and have it completed while keeping the artistic vision alive. Now, here's your architect creative, J.D. Carling. All right, today is Friday, September 9th. Welcome to the Card Custom Home and Architecture Podcast. Today, we're having fun. I decided today would be a good time to talk about fun because so much of the process of architecture can seem so serious. Now, I think if you're not having fun or enjoying yourself, you're not necessarily doing it right. A lot of people say that about various things in life. I remember a long time ago, uh, I don't know if you remember a show called Pete and Pete. I think it was on Nickelodeon. And there was one episode where there was a guy, I think it was like the school was having a competition for manners. And there was like the gym teacher versus one of the Pete's. And they had to do every single thing perfect for like a week. And so it was like, hold the door, get your homework done on time, dress correctly. Everything was perfect. And they were both doing really, really good. And it got to the last challenge. I think it might have been like a whole day of being absolutely perfect or whole week. So what comes out is barbecue chicken. And I think Pete is so enamored by the barbecue chicken that he just tears into it because he's been so hungry. He like breaks down at the very end. And the other, you know, the gym teacher or who it might have just been a regular teacher takes the chicken. He's eating it perfect. I think he's got like fork and knife out and a napkin and things like that. And he starts cheering. I've won. I've done it correct. Everything I did was perfect. I'm the master. And Pete's brother goes, no, you're totally incorrect. The right way to eat barbecue chicken is to have fun with it, to get messy, to just tear into the chicken, let the barbecue sauce get on your fingers and hands. And then the gym teacher, he just breaks down and he's crying and he's like, you're right. I'm not perfect. And that has stuck with me for a long time. I remember watching that at my best friend Ron's house when... I must have been in middle school. I think he was in high school. And the thought that doing things right isn't always mean like the part about it isn't always like having everything perfect and lined up. And now the type of architect I am and I design you guys minimalist homes, very clean, everything lines up. That could be a tendency that you could get stuck in is to miss out on the fun if that's the only part that you focus on. We really want to use the design process, the concepting process to generate fun. And the way things happen in life all stems from, uh, again, I, I like to quote my mentor a lot. Everything starts with your thoughts, right? So the way you're thinking about the design of your house is going to generate feelings. And those feelings are going to create actions. Now, what are our actions? It's the design. It's how we're designing. Are we designing by just looking at the code, just looking at the numbers, just looking at what lines up with the setbacks? Or are we putting the heart into it, the fun, the things that emotionally are uplifting to you and putting those into the design? Because if you start out just thinking about those things and your thoughts are just like, I've got to do this right. I've got to have this in order. Like you definitely need to do those things at times, but you need to practice using different thoughts and feelings and actions when designing the home in order for it to come out in a way that can be open-ended for you to to enjoy and not be so dogmatic. 
even though that is a part of it. It still needs to be part of the situation, but not all of it. One of the things that we like to do is to continue to design, not just with technical drawings. So today I brought in a model. This is a home, which is a part of an announcement we have today. This is um, our 106 McQuig project. And today we just finished uh, turning in the final permit documents for that. And so we're going to be moving into the construction part of that upcoming. So this is a really exciting thing. Like we, we always like to make sure we do a real model. You can see toilets and stuff if you look at this. I know if you're listening to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to it, you can't see the model. But the model here is about the size of my hand. But it allows me to feel the whole thing at one time and, and see... It is an object, right? But it's an object that's so big that we don't necessarily conceptualize what it is. So it's good to me to be able to enjoy this thing as this and not be hiding anything, looking at it at two sides. Like when you're looking at a rendering, you're just seeing a piece of it. And then also, you know, to go through and draw. So I've got my tablet here. I use a remarkable tablet. And I always like to just do some fun sketches with the drawings and make sure we're not just stuck in... 3D Revit land. So here is like we're coming up. These look very simple, right? I've got here, but we are going for just making sure we're having fun with these little bathrooms and that small bathrooms are a part of the design process and not just throwaway spaces. So that's a couple of the things we do, but it's also what we're thinking of in the process. So one of the things to help maintain fun, which actually is going to sound counterintuitive when I first bring it up, is when you're doing this when you're in this phase when you're in the sketching phase and you're just coming up with your ideas go through here and you might know hey i've got to have at most i can spend eight hundred thousand dollars right the most i can spend is five hundred thousand dollars on the construction of the home i would still no matter what even if it's the craziest thing do whatever you want for the design, even if it's huge. What if it's like the massive castle, right? You want to let your mind expand and draw whatever it is to conceptualize anything that you could think of that you dreamed of when you had a home because in there is going to be part of the DNA. So today's episode, the fun, I really think does relate more to the dreams part of the DNA in the sense that I'm talking about it right now. You don't want to be limited by saying, you might know you can only do 600 and something square feet. Like a lot of people are doing additional dwelling units right now. They can only fit because that's what all they can fit with the city. But maybe that ADU is about providing an expansive experience. Now, you want to stay open to that. What is that feeling of expansiveness? How do you do that? Frank Lloyd Wright would make small doors that were like the smallest. You know, I don't think code was as big of a deal back when he was doing it. But he would make a very small door in a house going into certain rooms so that when you came through, it was close to your head and it would open up and create that feeling of expansiveness. There's a way to layer materials so they communicate distance and they communicate view. And that's what you want to do. But you don't want to – I think when you start that way, you're like, okay, we don't have a lot of space. Uh, what can we do? It doesn't allow you to get to that point in a manner that has an, uh, like that freedom that you could want in there. So that's basically the first point is you want to start out with not looking so much at the budget for this part of it. You may start out and say, hey, honey, we want to build this house. 
we've gonna you know we've saved up this much money that's it so you know you're there but you can put it aside for a moment when you're going through the design this way and when you're doing your home it's going to create a different attitude because you're going to be able to come up with weird ideas about somebody called me the other day and this is something i'd seen like in the 70s and they said they want to have a pool going into the house they want their pool to go in and there's a lot of safety codes and things like that that have kind of influenced your ability to to do that today but there is a way to make that happen and if he wants to do that let's make sure we conceptualize it first maybe it doesn't meet code but we're going to figure that out down the line but if you just said hey that's really hard that doesn't really meet code you're going to miss out on that opportunity to have that in your life or to have that experience or invent that thing architecture is an act of invention it's not an act of copying or repeating in and of itself there's very few things that are completely new hence people have done pools before but for you that's an inventive thing the way you're going to implement it on your land the way you're going to use it is an inventive thing for you one of the things that, that we're really big on is and it's kind of like from a promise that I made one of my close friends, Jeremy, when we were in high school, was to put secret doors or hidden things in the homes and the buildings that I do when I became an architect. And I've been doing that for the past few years on a bunch of our projects. We've we worked very hard to try to create things in a mysterious way. And that's just a little way to have fun, to put that into our project. It also, in college, we would do it. We would try to hide things in our models uh, and see if our professors would notice them or not. And sometimes they would, sometimes they wouldn't. And in the professional field, we're not hiding from you because you're our, our, our client, but we want to create a little mystery for the people coming into the home or even even for you, or maybe it's sometimes separation between areas or just that extra feeling of privacy for whatever you're doing in the home. And I just encourage you to not ever let go of that. Always keep that light heart, even it will begin to translate into those things, the lightheartedness and that attitude because there's intense times. There's going to be times in your project where you have to talk about a budget increase or an unexpected cost. There's going to be times where you're going to find out because uh, city inspectors, they can approve something and then they can come back later and say, hey, we, d we don't really want to approve that. It's their, their prerogative a lot of times unless you want to get lawyers involved. And so you may think, oh, we're doing this. They'd be like, oh, bummer. But if you have that attitude of fun, if you have that attitude of enjoyment, that you're going to savor this process, you're going to enjoy this process in your life, it'll take on a different form and you'll come up with an idea on how to make it happen. And that's something that is really great. We, we were working on a project with a wetland recently and the wetland setback was greatly limiting the ability to do the house the way we wanted to. Well, we decided that we were going to take the footprint that was created by the wetland and that would be the footprint of the house and that created very unique scenarios on how to move the cars there was a car collector's house how to move the car collection through the home and organize it and that's one of my favorite things that, that i've worked on so far is trying to figure out this puzzle between a wetland and an environmentally sensitive area and then putting a car collection and getting it through there into a home and that's one of those things I feel like when people come there, they're going to sense that non-rigidness, that ability to adapt to the environment, the ability to adapt to what was given to them and turn it into something that's neat. Instead of saying, hey, we can't do this. And I really got to applaud my client because a lot of people will just avoid stuff like that. They won't do it. And 
and he's like, no, this is this is something we want to go for. I want to make this um, happen. And so we're we've been continuing down that process, and and you know the steps are not one hundred percent linear. Like on the property where we built our house, it was kind of like buy the property. Here's front side, whatever setback. Here's how we want to interact with the neighborhood. Much more linear. Turned it in. No comment responses on this project. There's a lot of back and forth. People at the city don't even know whose responsibility is what because it's such a rare situation. So it's walking through different departments at the city to create this thing and make it happen. So you can see how it can become very technical, very quick, but we're still having fun. We're still in that creative process. And I think because that's our attitude, we've been working at it for a long time, it's going to continue all the way through. So just remember that it's an attitude that is going to be conducive to coming up with something that will last for a long time. That's funny. I just got a message from that client right now <laughs> saying they got an update on the project. Um, I can, I, if you're listening, I'm recording the video and I can see text pop up and stuff like that. Um, so it's on Instagram. Anyway, where did I lost my train of thought? I'm here to have fun with you guys. I hope as your architect, I can be the generator of the fun. I can make the process an enjoyable one for you. And when you're building your home, go through all these things, emotional part of it, the technical part of it, the creative part, the financial part of that, and continue to tune in with us if you're just listening for the first time. Today we're having fun. We're talking about things like this this model here, but we're also coming out of a series that was the steps of going through the process, coming up with your architectural DNA, the finances, the schedule, the construction, moving in, taking you through all of those things. So if you haven't listened to those yet, go back and listen to those. If you're wanting a custom home and you want the, one of the most fun things you could ever do in your entire life, and that's designing and building a custom home, go to ca-rd.com today. Do book a consultation on the link on the top right of the website. If you don't have property yet and you're looking for what to do, I would suggest go back and listen to the episodes on that and also... Give us a call and we'll help you get on the right foot and get started in the right way looking for your property. Thank you so much for listening to the Card Custom Home and Architecture Podcast. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Card Custom Home and Architecture Podcast. If you are ready to start your journey of a lifetime designing and building a custom home or project, sign up for a free consultation at ca-rd.com today. We look forward to the journey together and making something unique for you and your family. If you have any topics you want discussed or questions about your custom home design for future episodes, send us a message via our website, ca-rd.com. And again, join us next time for another episode of the Card Custom Home and Architecture Podcast.